There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Postcards from the Edge. Hey guys, Ida Williams here and welcome to Postcards from the Edge a podcast where every week I'll be having some amazing guests on, usually joined by my mom, Gwen, and my small-time first husband, Robbie Williams. He's a bit of a limelight stealer, so I will try and keep him to a minimum for you and for me. Every episode, we'll be chatting about our Anglo-American differences, which are huge now that I am an L.A. girl living in the United Kingdom, with a good bit of gossip thrown in as well. So let's get on to this week's guest. Joining me on Zoom this week, because yes, it's our first lockdown episode, is one of my favorite people in the whole world, and definitely one of my favorite members of Take That. Sorry, Rob. It is the wonderful Gary Barlow. We sat down to chat about how life has been treating him in lockdown, American boy bands versus UK ones, and a bit of Take That gossip thrown in as well. So here we go. One quick note. This episode is a bit rude and crude with a few naughty words thrown in. So definitely not family-friendly listening. Sorry, kids. I just wanted to welcome you, Gaz, um, to my podcast, Postcards from the Edge. I am so excited that you're here. It feels very surreal that I'm getting to interview you because obviously I've known you for such a long time and this is going to be a nice exploration because we're going to talk about something that i felt you were the perfect person to talk about which oh that doesn't sound good no it's good (laughs) well we're we're probably going to talk about nothing to do with the topic because that's how these things seem to go and i just like chatting to you so we'll just chat but but, but it's a pleasure to be on your show it is it's a pleasure i haven't asked rob to formally be a be a guest i he's been he's popped in on a few but I, I actually wanted to just have you. I do. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's so annoying. He's man. everywhere. He's everywhere. We don't need him on this. He's so over it, right? Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> blah, 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 Robbie Williams, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Hey, I listen, mean, good. this is a great idea, by the way. It's right? chatting. People it's chatting. chatting. I Which love is what it. We need right now, because Absolutely. right now, shit is so weird. And, and we're not like, I, I was, I was talking to my mom about this and I was saying, and she was saying that this reminded her girlfriend who's much older than her. She's in her eighties of the, of world war two. She right. said when they had to go into hiding and stuff, but she said the difference was 
that when they went into hiding, they were all, you know, neighbors had each other's backs. They were together. Mm -hmm. They would convene together. They would hide together. And what's so weird about this is we can't do anything. We're in it together, but we can't be together in it, which is like a very confusing thing, right? Well, well, do you know what? There is, I've got this great thing where I always look at a situation and compare it to something. Now imagine us going into lockdown yeah. And all we had was Nokia 610s. <laughs> Imagine that. But all I feel we like can do is text. Maybe that's where the universe is, is, is passive and aggressive. They, like the universe is going, we'll be aggressive with the corona, but we'll give you something to kind of get you, you know what I mean? Like, like technology is caught up with how bad the p- pandemic is. Like they have to go like a bird in the hand. Because what the fuck would we do without FaceTime and iPhones? And and you know what? Seriously, I know this because Dawn is, all Dawn can use is the settings on Net-A-Porter. Other than that, she doesn't (laughs) know how a computer works in any way. I love that. Oh my God. I'm going to tell Rob that because I think he thinks I'm the worst person ever because Net-A-Porter is like the preset on my on my phone and computer. Well, the thing is, now she can turn it on. She can do even emails and things she like that. Oh, but yeah, just, she's just really... Just a customer service. Just a customer service. Uh, honestly, she can do the live chat on there now. She can really? do everything. Oh, well oh yeah. Done. I'm telling oh, well you. Done. This is big. Well, has, there, has there been... Like, I've been pretty good, but I've noticed that, like, during quarantine, I've definitely upped the game. I'm like, yeah, I think I need a new pair of trainers. And, yeah, I, I could do with some new sweats. Has there been in quarantine a heavy flow of packages arriving or have you guys been like, what's cause obviously everyone's bored out of their brains. We're all yeah. trying to figure out what to do. Like I'm, I'm going to ask you cause I'm sure you've been doing fitness, but like, what have you been doing to fill in the voids? And yeah. And has Net-A-Porte has, has quarantine been sponsored by Net-A-Porte? No, it hasn't. We really haven't been. The, the things we've been ordering have been like stuff for the house, yeah. bits and bobs of like screwdrivers. I mean, it's been like it's Random. like all the all the stuff that in the past you'd go, oh no, no, no I'm, I, I've got no time for that. You've all of a sudden totally. got time for this stuff. Stupid things like plants and yeah. like that. That's become like the new oh, I, obsession. I got, I got a needlepoint set. I, I, I started fucking needlepoint. <laughs> like, what? Who am I? I don't know yeah. how to needlepoint. And, and you know what? Like I, a great I, idea. And even in in my studio, like me and my team, we go up. We sort of get together every afternoon and talk about new things that are coming out. It's like it's it's really been a time to. And I think some people wish they could rewind to the start again now because. Like I've totally. been playing the guitar. I haven't played for 20 years. Really? I've been playing the guitar again. I've been really like doing like an hour of singing practice every day. I mean, like I've really. Wait, wait, you're such a, you're a better person than Rob. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> Honestly, I, I've really made the most of it. I, re- I really feel like, yeah, I've, I've, I, see, I can't I say I've enjoyed it, charge. but I've made the that's most the of it. Charge. I think yeah. that's a thing. You know what you're saying? The glass half full where you're like charging forward. I think that's, kind of like the proactive, I mean, props to you, because I feel like at the beginning, I don't know if you felt like this right at the beginning, but at the beginning, I kind of floundered for about two weeks going, I'm free falling, I don't know what to do with myself. And then I got in this kind of proactive mode, but then I've kind of fallen out of it. That's what I'm saying, I've gone in ebbs and flows. That's amazing that you've been going back to guitar playing and practicing. Oh yeah, 
Honestly, I've re- I've actually thoroughly. I tell you what, I, this is this is the other thing I thought. At the end of this, we're really going to know what's important to us. A hundred percent, and what and we I've, really look like. <laughs> I, what we really look like, but also like what what do we want the future to look like? This is an interesting one. I've had so many chats with friends who are leaving their jobs and they want to set up on their own and. They're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And, yeah. and and like the one thing I've found through this is, is that so much of my day is dealing with like requests and things, you know, and I haven't done any of it. And I've thought I've got to get rid of this out of my life yeah. because, you know, what do I, at the core of, of what of I do is I'm a songwriter and a singer and like how much time do I really get to do that? without all these distractions. So it's been a real lesson for sort of reorganizing your life, I think. And I hope it lasts. I hope it's not just a short-term thing and we no, all revert back to how it was. Well, I know that's the thing is like, cause there are some real silver linings. Cause I was going to ask you what the greatest thing that you've taken away from this whole experience is. And I was going to also ask like, what do you think? Because obviously I, I agree with you. I think this, for me, it's been I spend so much of my day, I realized, chasing my tail, doing pointless things that I don't really need to do. They seem essential, but actually pulling back from everything, they're not essential. And I've enjoyed pairing and minimalizing my my life in a way where it seems less chaotic because Mm -hmm. those things have disappeared. But I was wondering when you just said how it like impacts us going forward, what do you think, because my kids are so young, yeah. But what do you think your kids are taking away from this? Because they're at that, like, it's a tough time because you've got, like, teenagers and stuff. You've yeah. got, like, big kids. What are they, what is their kind of, what has it been like for them? You know, like, what's their experience? Because they're used to seeing their friends. They're used to being out and about. And, yeah. like, what do you think, what do you think they've blossomed with in it? Well, there's two things. The, the very first thing as as parents of a 20-year-old, an 18-year-old, yeah, and an 11-year-old, I, mean, I, mean, I know. I know, I but like, like we, we'd have never had this time if it wasn't for lockdown. We'd have never have had those weeks where we were all together, all eating at the same time. It would have never have happened. Yeah, because everyone's so, running off always. So that's from us as parents. Now switch that to the kids. They yeah, wish it they had never have happened. I was about to say, I'm like, are they enjoying the family time? I mean, are they doing it under duress because they yeah, have a little more- bit? A little bit. Like but are they moaning general, and groaning or are they enjoying it just no, like we not much, not much right. moaning. Pr- pretty much they, again, I think they, I think everyone's realised in our house from, from very early on how serious this was. You know, yeah. pe- people are people are dying from this. It's a really serious real thing. thing, a real thing. And, um, you know, we, we unfortunately got in the habit early on of watching too much news, which is a whole other topic. But but um, they, they were watching it and just realised, right, well, this is what we're doing because I don't I don't want to get it and I don't That's want you to get it. And... Well, because a lot of, I feel like it kind of goes in two different categories because obviously my kids are doing it because they have to and they're young and, you know, yeah. I, 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 you know, they have no choice. But for, for teenagers, I've noticed like a real divide in kind of like the youth experience because there's some teenagers that are really taking it seriously and then other teenagers that are kind of like, well, I'm young, I can't get it, so what? Have you noticed that kind of like that? That I mean, it's amazing. That's not our kids. Got it. That's great. Yeah, that, that that's not our kids. And and also, you know, D- Dawn's in the category with her diabetes, where she if she she shouldn't be getting it. You know, it's it, it would be dangerous for her of to course. get it. So I think 
they all realize that yeah so they've been very good what about because i was going to ask you because it obviously it's affected us too but what about marge like are you able to see marge like what's 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 the deal and how is she handling because this has been the other part is being separated from our our elders our parents because they're so vulnerable yeah yeah well we've all made so my brother lives very close to my mom thank goodness yeah. It means that I've been able over the years to do all the travel, yeah. Yeah. you know, but, but little, you know, little, it's a little less pressure on you. Yeah. It's something we actually don't talk about, but to, to his credit, he really looks after my mom. And so do, does his kids, my, my nieces and nephews. Um, so they've been, you know, social distancing, going down, um, sitting outside, seeing yeah, her. And I got to go up last week because we, we have this system here where I think your bubble can include six oh, you people. Can merge, so you can merge your bubble, right? Yeah, so so that was the only outside of our house we did, actually. I drove up there and saw her, and it was really nice to see her. Oh, nice. um, but, but you know what? Honestly, she just was like, I don't want to get this, so I'm going to take it really seriously. And And... So yeah, that that's been our experience. That the people in our family and related to us have taken it very seriously. And if the government said do it, we we've tried to do it. You know, that's great. Um, that's, that's and and LA is get, getting it real oh bad. Oh my right? god, it's getting hammered. We're we're terrified. And my mom, you know, I don't know if you know this about my mom, but she's been fighting cancer this year. Yeah. And uh, it's terrifying for me because she's yeah. so weak. I mean, she's got cancer, Parkinson's, lupus. You know, and she has to go into the hospital. You know, there was a point when she was going in every day. Now she's going in two or three times a week. You know, and I just think, oh my God, you know, I look at these pictures of people packed on the beaches without masks and, you know, going to clubs and bars. And it makes me so sad and scared because, Mm -hmm. you know, she's, you know, one whiff in the wrong direction for her. And and it, 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 you know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be okay. And so yeah. we, we too have taken it very seriously here. But I, when I read the news, it was kind of like the same thing with you guys. We, we, we kind of religiously did the news thing and then it terrified us that kind of yeah. grief, grief porn, you know, it's so sad and horrible. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it was what we needed so that we adhered to the law, you know, 100%. But mm-hmm. when I, I try and stay away from it now, cause I notice it just kind of keeps me awake at night because I know my mom has to be out there and there's nothing, I can't do the chemo yeah. for her. I can't yeah. do the blood transfusions for her. If no. I could, I would. But yeah. so we kind of the same thing. We've just kind of, we've allowed her to come into the garden. We haven't, you know, we're not merging. We just, you know, but just not to be oh. able to hold her hand or to hug her just yeah. sucks. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Will, will you do me a favor? Will you please send her a big virtual hug from me? Oh, I will. Uh, I, I'd love to see her again. Um, obviously, will, all what? this rubbish is over. I can't wait to see everyone. She will run into your arms and kiss oh, you. And you know what? Her. Bless her. Do you know what? She came to the house last night and hopefully this doesn't air before my anniversary, but if it does, who cares? But she wants to surprise Rob for because it's our 10 year anniversary this year. Right. And we were going to do a vow renewal and a wedding, but obviously COVID had different plans for my 10 year. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to shelve it and do it next year. But, Brilliant. but you know, for our first year anniversary, you remember those days when mom, we learned how to do the pray routine. Do you remember <laughs> that? It do was I remember? The- I can't, I can't not can't see that routine. No. So for those those who are listening right now, well, no. So skip forward, you know, skip backwards ten years for our first one year anniversary. We were on the progress tour, and I Where wanted to were we? somewhere we were in, weird. We were in like Dusseldorf. We were in we were in Germany. Remember, it was that hotel where there was like yeah. the rooms had an upstairs to it. 
And then, and yeah, I remember- Dracula like, was like the concierge or something, wasn't yes, it? it? Frankenstein was, was making the rooms up. Yes, and, oh, it was, it was so weird. weird. And that, like, that one hotel was like haunted. It was yeah. just so bizarre. And yeah, I remember we were recording the practice and you, I remember I have the video still and you were like, Rob's right next door. And we were all in the room laughing our asses off while mom was performing Prey to practice. And Rob didn't have a Scooby-Doo. Do you know, so she, I, I know. I know. Do you know what? Do you know what's for the thing years. is? The thing is, that it was so bad that yeah. Gwen's dancing so bad. It made me feel better about mine. So there oh, is yeah, always was, a plus. Always a silver lining. By the There's way, always you one. look like you look like the best dancer Fred in the Astaire. whole. Fred Astaire. Yeah. Fred Astaire. Yeah. Yeah. Fred Astaire. Yeah. Yeah. Fred Astaire. She really is terrible. Terrible. Oh, she's the worst dancer. <laughs> and bless her. You know she put so much practice into that. She even got a coach. She even got a coach before it. Oh, so God. she's going to do it again in quarantine. She's going to do it again and film it Fantastic. for Rob. So, so hopefully he doesn't listen to this, but we're, we're, oh. we're going to bring, take that to our 10 year anniversary. Oh, that's good. So, good so Ida, we had our 20 year anniversary oh. in January. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did 20 years, not a crossword spoken. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 20 years is like so, so how old were you guys when you got married so so we've been together 25 years so oh we were five God. years before the marriage happened so where's like it penises. but it's gone like oh, that it's gone so quick 95 we met so wow. um yeah so you met during like right around you right in the heyday take that how did you guys yeah. meet by the way we met on tour you met on tour she had a game yeah, or yeah. like Stop she it. was the, one of the dancers, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's yeah. right, that's right, I yeah. forgot. Yeah. Well, that must have been uh, hard to focus on. Do, well, do you know, <laughs> listen, was it, was, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, I'd worked with her before that even. I'd, I'd, no. I'd, I'd made a video in 1988 with her. Stop it. Nineteen. Honestly, yeah, yeah, before you, I was in the band, we'd made a video together. Wait, is this, uh, wait, okay, because I was reading, is this when you did the Pebble Mill at one? Is that that? No, no, it's a bit What's later that? than that. So okay. hang on, Ida, have you actually been reading up on, on me? It's so you did. weird. I did. I read up on You're you. You're really doing much. this properly. You're like well, researching you know, and everything. I'm, I'm not, I, if I've got the GB in the chair, I'm not going to mess around, man. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to just, you know, dial this in. This is more, this I would dial great. it in with Rob. I'm not dialing it in with you. I was, yeah. by the way, like, there were things I didn't know, by the way. I loved, um, there was, first of all, I have no idea that you were in Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Lucas way, knows. He knows a good actor, George. I mean, Lucas obviously, does. but, but he knows I feel a good like, actor. I feel like I don't know if Rob knows this because he'd be so jealous. Like I need to now watch the last. I've got Jedi to keep movie. the outfit. <gasps> so so I'd swear, right? That is so it, cool. It, if you blinked, you'd miss me. It, it's blink. like a, 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 a it's like you a, know the time code. You know, a second. You know, like the, the the minutes. I'm like when you come on, so I can like. I can Here. I can get you that. I'll you get, get you those that. figures. But but it's when they're in the trenches. Yeah. Um, I was a uh, uh, so. Hang on, let me just see. Let me like, see the costume. Just stay there. Stay there. I won't go any. I'm not going so, anywhere. So, so, I'm in lockdown, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, where is it? Oh, there it is. So, so that you're gonna like this. I'm gonna be. So obsessed. I so I check this out. It's okay. actually a it's actually a bigger story than this. Can I tell you this story? Have you yeah, got time wanna, to listen to this story? Me too. Okay, let me hear. So 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 Star Wars rang up right the office already. And fucking said, cool. And they, <laughs> so so they they knew I would. They know by the way they they know everything. 
they're they're on it. I like the like, government. If if you're an actor and you get a script and take a cell, you know, put it on Instagram, you're out straight then, away. Oh, I know because they've got those. All over they've it. got your name on the script and the whole thing's they're encoded. They're all over it. Yeah, no, no, so, you can't. So we get anything. a call from Star Wars saying we've got a part for Gary in the next movie. Is there's a bar and we would need a singer and and he's going to oh. be in the film and I'm like, oh my god. I, I mean, I, I couldn't speak. Gather round. No, no. Gather round. Daddy's so, got the so anyway, I got I got a real attitude and started treating people like you know. <laughs> don't look me in the eyes. I, I thought this is it. I've made it. Yeah, this yeah, is the moment. Don't look this at me. Can, don't look. This is when you can get rid of all your old friends and family and just fired everyone. Yeah, fire cleared out everyone. the file of facts. Everything. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so anyway, about a week before we were shooting, we got it. They were back on going. We're really sorry, but the the storylines changed, and no. we it's now going to be an alien. It's going to be you know oh, drawn. Yeah. And I was, and and as I was stood on Chelsea Bridge waiting to jump off, they rang back <laughs> and they said, "Listen, we'll we'll give you an extra part. You know, would that be uh, a good oh, payment? Yeah, would that be we'll, suitable?" And I was like, too right. So, so too, I was straight in right, there. George it, Lucas. it was listen. I wasn't that bothered really, but but I was determined to get into Star Wars. So I turned and up. I told people, right? I, I no, I hadn't told. You're not okay. allowed to tell anyone. Oh, right, that's so, right, that's right. Because yeah. So yeah. so anyway, I turned up there, and of course, because because they cancelled me out the movie, um, they they laid the carpet on. So I had a tour of the Millennium Falcon. I had all these pictures. Oh, and then, then the director comes in and goes, listen, you know, we, we're so sorry. And, and I'm afraid something else has happened. Mark Hamill was going to meet you today. No. To, yeah, yeah. But he said, instead, we've got him on FaceTime and pulled no. out. The, the no. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, oh, Mark, I'm so sorry. You don't need to do this. Honestly, oh, it's absolutely fine. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so he put the phone down. I felt so bad. I was thinking, poor guy. Oh, my God. Put the phone down. They said, anyway, he signed a thing for you here. Oh, my God, stop it. Stop it. So, you've, got, oh God, so, you've got an autographed one. So it says, it says, so basically I was in this outfit here. Which, stop which it. is a, yeah. And, and it says, um, dear Gary, from one X-wing pilot to another, I hope you've had the greatest day. Oh, stop it. He did a greatest day life. reference. He did, he did one of Mark them. Mark Hamill yeah. did a greatest day and reference. that's it. And I got that. That's amazing. How cool that's is that? amazing. That's amazing. And I, I, got like... Mark's, I got Mark's son, Elwood. He he loved Star Wars. So I got him to sign one for him as well. Oh, my so, God. Uh, that's amazing. Brilliant. Isn't that great? That would, be, that would be over my bed. I'd be staring at that. That's brilliant. Brilliant. And you got the orange outfit, right? I've got all that. Yeah. No, you need to that. do with the orange outfit, which Rob Rob takes the piss out of me because I put everything that matters to me in perspex boxes. But you need to like frame that outfit in a perspex box and have it on display somewhere because that's do. some badass shit, man. I do, I do. And the next time Rob comes around, I'll be oh, like, oh yeah, rub it in his face. There. Rub <laughs> it in his face. Rob doesn't have one of those. Rob does not have one of those. You think you done well, Williams? But look at yeah, this. Yeah, but look at this. Yeah. Do you have a Mark Hamill picture? I don't think so. <laughs> it kind of, you know, when you were talking about story two, it reminded me it's not as grand because I wasn't in Star Wars, but I remember being really excited that I was cast in Will and Grace, like for the final season. Oh, it was I like love Will and Grace. And it was my favorite show. And I got this guest star and I was so excited. And I <sighs> filmed it and it was amazing. And then I gathered everyone around for the viewing party because it was like the third oh, no. to last episode. Oh, guys, it, it's like a blink and you miss me. 
Oh, it's, it, it, that's the same as me in Star Wars. Like, I it, don't it, worry. It's honestly, you know, like all my street cred just went, and I had I had people oh. around, guys. I had oh. people. I had to pause and point so they could see me. Oh. I was like, he's <laughs> like, that's so that's so just upsetting. Oh. And they said, oh, sorry. They they were so sweet. They're like, listen, the episode was so long. We had to. It was you know oh. like nine. I know, but I was like, there's the moment gone. But I mean, I still. Oh. Couldn't because I was technically in it, but it there was. There you go. There you it go. It was a blanket, but I don't and, have a and, outfit. And Ida, what else is in that thing that surprised you? I want to know now. Okay, okay, so Star Wars, you like that one? Well, I like. I mean, the Star Wars thing blew my mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me see. Um. I didn't. Know, I didn't know that you were on the. Uh. The let's. Pray, I didn't know about Let's Pray for Christmas and that you were in the semifinals. I did not know 15, that. Fifteen. That was. And that you yeah. were fifteen. Also, that was the other thing. 15. Is that you were, you were like a little nugget like this is what i was saying too is like it occurred to me that dan is about the same age as you were when you were in take that yeah absolutely yeah so yeah that weird looking because obviously our kids are so young they're not at that stage but is it weird to see how young you were when you were in take that via dan and has it occurred to you i mean as you will discover with all these kids i mean they are better versions of us Oh, for um, sure. Better yeah, I mean, look, yeah. Look who I'm to. If, if if my kids are as naughty as Rob, I'm fucking I'm fucking running to your house and hiding. I'm just gonna move in with the yeah. Barlows. I'm so proud of them. I mean, they're so smart and they're so clever, and you know all the messing around and stuff I did. They're not gonna make the mistakes I made. They're the, the um, 2.0 version. The 2.0. Yeah, they really are. They really are. It's quite something, to be honest. Um, and yeah, yeah. So it, I, it's very hard to, you know, cause I'd have been on the road for a year at this point. I mean, I mean, he's like, 20 can picture, now. Can you picture Dan on the road for a year? No, now? no, I can't. Like, that's how, that's what you were doing. It's like a complete yeah. marker. Like, can you imagine him having to be famous right now? No, 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 no. It's funny, isn't it? Thinking about all those things. You know I mean, I, mean? I was... I was 19, but Rob was 16. I know. Well, he was kind 16. of the same age you were with Let's Pray for Christmas. I know, I know, I know. I mean, it is quite something, isn't it? What we've all been through. That's what I mean. Like, you think you're a big kid when you're 16, and it's only in revision when you're older that you realize how young you were. But when you have kids that are now years older than, yeah. you know, like Rob was in Take yeah. That, you go, oh, my God, right? Yeah. Because you guys yeah. experienced a lot of I stuff. Know. I know. And you know what the other thing is, is to go back to when we started our conversation talking about at some point it'll all catch you up. Um, you know, it was a, our, our lives changed overnight. We had our lives turned upside down and this, you know, fantastic yet traumatic thing happened to us all. And of course, look, look at all the, you know, if you look at all five of us, we're all carrying something from those years uh, it's a funny thing, isn't it? It's a funny well, thing, and but and for, for that reason, I'm glad in a way my kids haven't gone into it because it's not like going and working for a business or, you know, there's a HR department or there's no, none there's of that. No, you know, it's no you, it's you and your mates. No, yeah, and there's no, no yeah. there's no guideline, there's no boundaries. 
what about what about Emily? What's she doing with her singing? Because she's a phenomenal singer, as I recall. Yeah, and she sits she sits actually in this room all day programming. She's she's actually um, going to university in se September, oh, so she's yeah. sadly not getting her exam results. Oh, no, she, she should have been oh, doing her no. exams now. It's a shame. She's worked See, so hard as well. That's what I find the most um, frustrating is kids her age where they're missing out yeah. on their graduations and their exams. I, that's it. That is That's it. Yeah. Terrible. So it's a bit like of a mess, all that. It's a bit of a mess. But we we'll see. Like, we'll see what we happens. We've got to make it better somehow. we got to give them that moment, I think, somehow. Yeah. 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 And then in a, in a couple of weeks, Ida, I've got Dawn's 50th. Shut up. She's turning 50? What are we going to do? We've got to plan something great for her. Don't worry, I have. I can't. T- I, I can't you, tell you. Romance. Here, but... Okay, you can't. T- okay, you'll tell me off the record what. I will. Jeez, Once the, the mics what's... go off, I'll tell you. What's the mic? Yeah. Okay. What's the date for the fiftieth? Twenty first. Twenty first of uh, July. Oh my god, it's really coming up. Yeah, it's really coming up. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I turned forty last year, and it uh, was. Oh my goodness. I know. I was like, oh my god, I'm in my forties. Like, what? When did that happen? I I, I was I was twenty seven when I met Rob, and now I'm in my forties. Really? Yeah, you see, I could, I, I could sort of explain away forty though. Oh, forty, you know, but fifty's a, a tricky one. Yeah, that one, that one's you can't really kind of no, go. I've got, to, I've got to make something up when I yeah, say that. Yeah, I don't know what the you know. tagline is to make you feel better about because, like, forty, you can kind of go. Well, it's it's still kind of like thirty. Life begins. Really, yeah, life, life begins at forty. Yeah. Exactly, but not not many people say that about fifty. No, no, it is a funny one. It is a funny one. We're not really that bothered about age, both of us. But um, I just want to make it special for her. You is know, she, is she feeling funny about it at all, or is she like? It's a, it is a headbender. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what? Um, as the years have gone on, um, like this lockdown stuff's been. Dawn's dream. <laughs> yeah, well, same with Rob, by the way. He's, he's yeah, well, like, I know what he's like. Well, he hasn't even noticed. So I'm like you, <laughs> and Dawn's like Rob. That, right, well, that's which is why is. we enjoy going out to dinner with each other. That's it. That's it. That's it. So yeah. I love yeah, that Dawn and Rob are the same. Because, yeah, I, yeah, Rob Rob literally, like, he, he hasn't experienced quarantine because it's just what his everyday is. <laughs> which is now sleeping. we're experiencing his life. Exactly. I'm not sure I like it, though. I want to go out to a meal sometime. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're going out on Saturday. So we're out of lockdown this weekend. Are you? We're going out for dinner. What's the first meal going to be? I'm not going to ask where, but what's the first? Is it sushi? Is it Uh, Japanese? No, it's a hotel. But we're, we're, yeah, it's a friend of ours, his hotel. It's all open and... Because all, okay. all the sort of non-essential businesses are all open from this weekend. So you can go to bars, go to restaurants. They've locked down again in LA because it's so bad. I heard that. I know. I mean, I haven't your, been anywhere. Your lockdown was never as strict as ours. No, which because... is why there's been a problem, I think, is there? it wasn't Maybe. as strict. We took it Maybe. strictly. We took the strictest version. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, I see pictures of people leaving restaurants in the papers. And I'm like, what? Without masks? Yeah. You know, it's just like, ah. I Recipe know. I know. Faster. Yeah. So are yeah, you looking yeah. forward? What are you going to have? What are you going to order for your first like meal of freedom? What are you going to order? You got to oh, go big on know, this, guys. Do you know what? I'm not. It's more the experience of being out because I must right. say that I, I don't know how you've been, but we. If there's one thing I can say about this whole period is we're we're quite good in the kitchen, so we love to cook. Oh, that's um, good. And we're we've not. eaten so well. We've eaten we so haven't. well. <laughs> we you, <laughs> 
basically what's happened, you know, Rob and I are obsessed with sweets and we like, we're like two big children. So, so basically what happened was we came up with this idea for formal Friday, every Friday, which was basically a way to get us out of our sweatpants because we were just rolling around in pajamas and sweatpants with like no self-respect. So finally we decided Fridays, we're going to wash our hair. We're going to put clothes on and we're going to have dinner together. Nice. Nice. But what ended up happening was it became an excuse to order in desserts that we hadn't tried or hadn't had for a long time. So basically what happened is all of a sudden Fridays involved cake, then Fridays involved cake and ice cream and cupcakes. So now we've gone to the point where it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's like pudding. <laughs> so I'm basically celebrating three birthdays a weekend. And so now... I know. So we've, we've, we're, we're, we're going to have to rain it back in. We've put on the COVID-19. Rain it in. You guys haven't because you look well. I haven't done that. What have you done for your fitness? Yeah, we, so we've been, we've been, I've been walking dogs every day. I've been very active around the house. Uh, Try and run in the morning. Um, I don't run, I don't run every day, but I try, try and do it a few times a week. Not been crazy with the, with the exercise because we've been eating so well. No, I mean, I feel. Are you, are you eating like plant based or is it just not like. Plant, no, no. I've, I've been eating. And yeah, clean. Like, just, just like no, you know, no, I've been no trying actually staying off the dairy a bit. That's the one, yeah. the one thing that, that we've done quite well on. That one's staying tough, off the dairy. It? We've it's been tough. at our house in Oxford. So like we've got an arga there. We've got like a hundred year old oh, arga there. So every meal has been like a slow cooked oh. in the oven for a oh, day, you know, honestly. Ida, come and come and live with us. We'll look after you. Nice braised something. Bring those gorgeous kids as well. I'll bring them. Are you talking about Rob or the little ones? Yeah, the little ones. I don't want him there. We'll leave Rob Rob somewhere else. Believe me, Mia. Yeah. You can eat Nando's and a cake, and I'll just come to you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love that you both can cook. I mean, we don't we don't have. We love the cooking. We We love the cooking. And have. And have you guys in quarantine, have you been maintaining, because you're always well-dressed, which I was going to get to as a topic later is boy band fashion, but you're always well turned out. Have you been, have you been stepping up your game still in quarantine or you've been doing the sweats like we've been doing? Uh, we've done a bit of the sweats, uh, but I've been filming nearly every day at, um, through lockdown. Because wow. wow. I've been doing these, these sessions, these sort of duet <laughs> sessions. Yes. Well, the yeah, one you did so- was amazing. Yes, yeah, so I know it was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been sort of getting dressed up every day and, you know, talking to people. And it's been really nice to do that, actually. I was going to say, but, do you think that's helped you? Because, like, when we dress up on has. Friday, I feel a lot more human. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, like a destination yeah. somehow. Yeah, kids, kids, I, don't, I don't know. There's something about, um, I, I've said exactly. this in interviews before, and it's been taken the wrong way. But, like, I've always tried to, um, you know, Eat, eat well and exercise a bit and wear nice clothes because it just makes me feel better. Totally. It just totally, totally makes me feel it's like, like a, I feel good. It's a self-care thing, I think. You know, like I said to Rob, it's like you feel like there's just something about taking that moment to present yourself and to put yourself forward on yeah. a, on kind of a in, in a better way that makes you feel more empowered about yourself. You know, like there, you know, you don't feel great. I mean, it's comfortable being in my sweats, but when I haven't washed my hair for several days and I'm in my sweats, I don't yeah. feel my sexiest. No, Whereas if no. I actually shave my legs and brush my hair and put on something that has buttons or a zipper, you know, yeah. I start to feel like me, like, you yeah. know, yeah. empowered me. Well, the thing is as well is that, especially when you're living in a house that, that is full of people, 
-hmm. it's like it affects everybody your mood does uh, and so and so it, it it drains through everyone if you're having a you know feeling good and you've you've achieved something in the afternoon and you've been talking to yeah. people you had the connection and you go back in for dinner and it's a it's a healthy environment because yeah. of that you know so so i think it's a I've always tried to, to, to use that balance, especially as we get older, because a lot of people sort of get to 40, just think they don't have to try anymore. And I think it's a shame. I think I it's a shame because, be, and, I, and it, I, I say that because it just, you know, it's, it's, it's a mental health thing as well. It's totally. like, it, maybe it's a trick that we have to trick ourselves to feel good, but who cares? It's like I don't care. I'm I'm all for yeah. the smoke and mirrors. Like I do, definitely yeah. see on TV because forty is that age where, like, if I'm watching Escape to the Country, let's say, and you there's someone touring a house and they go, "Well, I'm forty now, so I don't need to." There's like this give up. Well, in my forties, so I'll just you know, and it oh, it makes me sad. The give up thing yeah. like you somehow accept that we turn forty or a certain age, and then it's like, yeah, we don't have to care now, or our body's breaking down. That's what it's supposed to do. And yeah, I, kind of I don't want to buy into I don't that. accept it. I don't no, accept no. it. I, I, in fact, when someone says that to me, I go, no, mine's not. I'm going to go. I'm going to push against it. I'm with you. I'm the same yeah. way. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not having that as an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So now, okay, here's, here's a complete non sequitur, but it was, it was making me think when we were talking about the fashion, because there's so many things about when I was, by the way, I didn't know back to things I didn't know about you and take that, which was a lot of things. I didn't know that you guys were almost called the cutest rush. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, do you, do you know what? Right. The, uh, you take that out the bio. That, that, that's, that, that's, and also kick it. Kick it. You no, know, when, we, when we started, there was like a load of quotes that went around that were like just stuff we made up. And it just stuck forever. And it's just all rubbish. Okay, it's rubbish. I'm going to delete yeah. that. From the, there was also, yeah. okay, is this rubbish? It also says that two thirds of the Take That fan mail was addressed directly to Mark Owen. Oh, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, probably more. 
Probably more. So, so when the fan mail came, was it in like big Santa sacks and there were like 12 in front of Mark and then like three letters in front of the, like the rest of you? Like how well, did that you know go what? down? It, it was very non-PC in those days. They used to have in the centre of an office where like 20 people worked, the piles of fan mail. Yeah. Right. So it, right. it'd make you feel awful good when That's you look down and yours had three on it. And Mark <laughs> had 3,000. Wow, and Rob was, was second. He wasn't far well, behind I was, Rob. I was going to ask who. I would have said that you would be second. No, so I was Rob, last. You were last. No. I, I was last. No, I, I don't believe it. GB, I, I don't believe it. No, I was, well, honestly. They got it wrong. They got, they it, got wrong. it all wrong. They got it so wrong. Maybe but they, they realized in the end. They did it in the end. In the end, I'd like to see those sacks now. I'd like to see those sacks now. I think I think Santa would be coming your way. I think you've well, had their pile. It, it was, it, but it, that is a true fact, Ida. Mark that was is a so fact. popular, so popular. So he, he really was the was. one that all the girls wanted. He was. He was the cute one. You know, he still he, is. He still is the cute one. He's so lovely, Mark. Cute. You're all cute. You're all incredibly cute. Hey, Ida, you know what? You, this is something that I say in interviews, and I always think that people say must think I'm just doing it. But you know all the lads. Aren't they nice people? They're all no, nice people. The nicest bunch of men. I was saying, yeah. I was there's, there, like, I was saying to Rob because you know we always talk about you guys so fondly, and I just, I literally love every single one of you so much. Yeah. Like, like, everyone's very different, aren't they? So different, but so lovely. You know, I think that's yeah. why you guys have, you know, and going back to this concept of boy band and UK and man band, and you know, and I was looking at like kind of the shifts in. I, I have a list of the different bands and how they've shifted from this many members to that many yeah. members. By the way, I will say that Take That takes the record for most shifts in, in size. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was like, Backstreet Boys has fluctuated, Jackson 5, New Kids on the Block, but you guys have fluctuated one more time than all of them. Awfully, so you guys, yeah. Your, 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 uh, your identity constantly changes. But what I will say is that um, you're so very different, but you're all so kind. Like, I can't imagine that there's another band, and, and it's no disrespect, but like, you guys have you have evolved each of you into proper gentlemen, do you know, and you all are so dynamic and interesting, but there's this this real gentleness in all of you there's you know there's yeah. a, there's a common soft love which I can't imagine exists in many of these other bands because well guys- i I only know our band and and I always you know whenever people are around us, they always say, "Oh my God, I can see why you're still in the group because everyone's oh. just so easy going I mean it's so easy going you know when going we go to work, you know, especially as we've got older and we've all had kids and stuff, you just go in, you get the job done and it, and it's just so easy. And, and I hear lots of stories of bands. Bands are unhappy. Lots of I bands mean, like, are I mean, I generally at, unhappy. I look at these lists of bands and I'm, I'm not like going to name and shame anyone, but there's a lot of like unhappiness that I know about yeah. in these things. And with, with all of you, when you get together, it's happy. It's like, yeah. you know, when I, when you guys recorded the the progress album when we were in uh, Peter Gabriel's studio uh, in it's real world happy- I was there last week were you no yeah 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 good fun, memories of that place fun memories of that place yeah. it was such a yeah. magical time it was and whenever you guys you know when we've gone out to dinner or when you came to our house that time there's just always this very beautiful feeling amongst you and obviously yeah. I missed the part where you know. You, you know, you guys were fighting and, in, you know, and, and you guys were a bunch of teenagers, but there's yeah. this beautiful relationship that exists amongst you. And you've all kind of 
you've all done the work on yourselves to get to where you need to get to, to all be incredible humans individually and together. And there's a real chemistry. Like I kind of yeah, just see you guys is. as, it's as magic. being to there and, and you can't you can't manufacture magic. Like it's it's just kind of clandestine. There's you can yeah. force people together and they can have a few hits and things can happen, but the actual magic that exists, you know, like twenty years later, twenty six years later, is is a very rare thing. Uh, and the other thing is then that you know half half of what we're talking about is is that because of that, we've got this incredible army of fans who they're not going anywhere. No, they're, they're, they're like dedicated. intertwined with us and their support is just endless. It, it is wonderful. It really it's is really wonderful. Special. It is special. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what well, was I was I was looking at this is again a non separate because I feel like there's so many subjects I want to touch on that I'll never be able to stay on one one lane track. But speaking of special in a completely different way, when I first met Rob, because I didn't know Take That. I didn't know Rob and yeah. I didn't know I didn't know Rob Robbie Williams and I didn't know Take That. And he was showing me who take that was and the first thing that he showed me was do what you like oh god the music video which of course was the perfect introduction because i'd never seen anything like that and i i i still remember i mean i laughed my fucking head off and he was looking at me like i think he was really like traumatized because i was just oh. i was in hysterics i couldn't believe that a video because you realize that like you know, speaking of UK boy band versus US boy band, I don't think there is, if you look at Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or any of the other bands that, you know, kind of were around the same time, there was not a video made like that. Mm -hmm. um, you guys, I mean, is that, I mean, because I don't think that would have existed in America. You wouldn't have been able to get away. What, have your kids seen the video? What are their thoughts? What was it like? I mean, there's well, so many questions is, just on that video. I know. And this is the downside of YouTube is it just won't go away either. Or the it's upside just, in my case, Gary, it because won't it, go it never gets away. old. Honestly, do, do you know I feel... What? There's, 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 a few, there's a few things here. And, and I, I, of course, it's completely... To look at it now, it's ridiculous. However, <laughs> it's amazing. Just, it's amazing. But just think, just think one second here, right? So it is. I agree with you. It's completely and utterly. How we've ever had a career beyond how you that, survived? Have no idea. We've all been taking seriously. I, I mean, guys, who would have thought? Okay, you have an, you have a, you have an OBE, right? Yeah. That guy is getting mopped in jelly and has whipped cream on his face. Got an OBE. I mean, you that you have, you have. You have you've sailed you've sailed the winds on that one. It's unbelievable. How, however, that should have been point, career destroying for all of you. Th this sounds like I'm trying to um, I'm trying to um, justify. Say, that, well, justify that was, but just think about this for okay. a second, right? okay, just I'm, to I'm defend us a little bit here, <laughs> okay. right? I, I, no, Ida, let me try. Please. This is going to no be a laughing. good one. Okay. I'm no, but let, so so just think about this, right? This is a load of young guys, and the one the one thing I see that no one else sees because they're too busy laughing watching that clip <laughs> is. All right, I'm trying not to. Laugh. I I see something very unusual for a lot of young men. Ambition. <laughs> I do. don't don't. No, I'm I, really trying not to. I'm trying not to. Laugh you today. can't. Don't. Okay. Don't. Okay. So we're gonna. Come so on. the argument is. Is the seeds no. of ambition is why? Listen, Ida, okay. I, I'm, I'm with say, you. I'm, I'm riding I'm with, with you, you in the car. I'm riding with you it's in the ridiculous. car. It's ridiculous. It's okay. ridiculous. I completely the agree. Willingness, the willingness to go as far as you need to go. Listen, these guys were going for it, and it yeah. and it didn't matter how they were going to be noticed. No, they were going to be noticed. noticed. 
you guys oh, were, we now, were noticed. We still oh, are. Were, you still, <laughs> no, do you still have those outfits? Speaking of, of Howard does. Fashion. Howard still Does has his. He? He's the only one who can still fit in it, I think. <laughs> he probably just wears it around the house during quarantine. I think he does. I think he does. Yeah, I know. I know. You know that for, okay, because you know that for Christmas every year, my big present to Rob is actually I give him a surprise photograph with the family in it. You know about these photographs, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So yeah. I do a surprise funny photograph and it always involves me and the kids, Dylan, my brother Dylan and Nana Gwen. So you nice. know that I did the do what you like video. I did the card. And, and mom, it. Gwen, was Gary Barlow. I love it. Of course she is. Of She's course the she important is. One. She's the captain. <laughs> so I just want you to, and there's one inappropriate one because I did one version with the, you know, by the way, it's very hard to find chain chain thongs and, yeah i know you know, know. Listen, but we found them oh oh you found them i found them i mean you know no thanks to you guys i had to make some very odd google searches i'm sure but that video i'm gonna i'm gonna send you the full the full picture of that christmas card because i think you'll i appreciate. love it when, when was very it. committed to you it was very a howler committed. it was, it a, was howler. a howler it was yeah. a howler i mean it's no mark hamill costume but i no. feel like you could fish fish a little studded thong or a biker short for me. You could frame that next to the outfit and kind of start like a wall. Have your, have your, I kids, love it. Have your kids taken endless, endless, endless pity on you or have they taken, make, made fun of you for that video? You know what? I feel, I'm afraid they don't take that much notice either. They really don't. No, they don't. It's like, like water off a duck's back to the kids. Are you just they're like just, a relic in the corner now to them? They're they've just like, seen it all. They've seen it all. They'll they'll come to a couple of gigs now and again, but the kids they're not impressed by anything I do. Well, you no. you know my my kids aren't impressed. They're, they're more impressed by any other artist. Like like Daddy will play something on YouTube and they will love yeah. it, so, and they're not interested in what Rob is singing at all. What what boy bands do they listen to? What is their what's their like Emily's girl? She's got to be into boy bands. Who's her band? Yeah. So, so you'll like this because okay. nobody knows this band here. They're called Pretty Much, and they're an American boy band. Pretty much, really? Yeah, she really likes them. Yeah. And who's and what's their vibe? What's their vibe? Is it? Yeah, it's sort of R and B. R and B boy band. It's good. Good music. Yeah, yeah. The music's good. And da da Daisy, she's eleven, so she's like Disney Plus. Oh yeah, she yeah. She's really actually. Is she into the descendants? Loves the descendants. Yes. Loves the descendants. Yeah, yeah. my kids. Yeah. The and does she have crushes? Yeah. Does she have crushes yet at eleven? Not boys? yet. No. I'm oh just doing God. a movie, which I can't tell you what it's for. But okay. um, she she knows the girl who's the voice in the oh. movie, and she's singing a song I've written. So I to, just before I saw you, I was on doing like a um, routine in her on the phone, and Daisy thought it was the best thing ever because she was in one of the programs she watches oh, on that Disney. Is so, so, cool. so now and again, I'm cool, but not very often. That, that gets you. That, that gets you cool points. Yeah, yeah. Rob, Rob. Rob was singing with someone from. He was working. I don't know what he was doing with someone from the Struts. And and Teddy has a big crush on this guy Luke from right. the Struts. And really? she she's like, oh, he's so amazing. He's so talented. He's such a great singer. And Rob's kind of like yeah, they're oh. an English band, right? Yeah, they're. What yeah. do you think? Now this is. I mean, I feel like this is like not a question anyone can answer, but. From being in a band in the UK, what do you think the big differences are in UK bands versus US bands, like stylistically or music? Like, what has been your experience on kind of like what separates those two entities? Because they're they're not the same. But I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to pinpoint 
what's different about a UK band versus a US band? What would you like? What's the difference between, you know what I mean? When you were like going up in the ranks against Backstreet Boys and New Kids on the Block, what was, what was the difference? I don't know if there was a difference, really. I think, oh, yeah, you know, opportunity, where you're signed to. Um, you know, we're all making music. Um, yeah, I, I just remember through those years, because we used to bump into those guys a lot. Yeah, like, what was it like when you, was it like a gang war, where you're, like, chest bumping, like, chest out, or were you, like... You know what? They were all lovely. Like, they actually all looked up to us at that point. Because we were, I mean, in the 90s, we were, like, huge here. Massive. So they would come, and they would come and watch our shows and things like that. And we'd see them at, like, award shows and things. They were always so nice to us. Um, oh, you got to slag one of them off, Gary. you got to slag. One had to have been a did? wanker. No, I'm saying one had to have been a wanker. We just didn't know it, right? Oh, I don't I don't know. I can't, rem- I can't remember. I remember one, one night we hung out with Boyzone. And, oh, my goodness, God, they could drink. Those really? guys, and the Irish, Irish. Oh, really the Irish! They, you're, they, never gonna, honest, you're never going to, never going to keep honestly, up with that. They really? were, they made us ashamed of ourselves. Did you feel like, like little, like church boys compared to them? Honestly, <laughs> I couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep really? up. I remember going to bed and having the most ridiculous hangover the next day. They, <laughs> they knew how to party. Those guys. And I did. bet they felt fine the next morning. Oh yeah, they, they were up and. They, they, we were all doing some like early morning NRJ or something. It was in Paris, I think. Oh yeah, NRJ. And, and so yeah. everyone was up, and I just scraped myself to the van. Honest no. to God, it was poor. It was poor. I'm a oh. terrible drinker, so I'm I'm a cheap yeah. date. So I even che- I'm did, very cheap. Yeah, very cheap. I'm too. Rob yeah. can never understand how I can have just like two drinks and be done. And like oh, yeah. I'm buzzed. I'm buzzed. Like two glasses of wine. I'm ready to. I'm ready to just pass oh, yeah. out. No, no. After a couple of days, I've had enough. I've had enough. Yeah. Have, yeah. have you felt like, I feel like as I've gotten older too, that I'm just like more and more sensitive to alcohol, which is super annoying because like now things like, I think about the acidity of the red wine, which is not yeah. cute. Do you know what? Do I must that? say that, that um, I've, had, I've had a few years with red wine and I'm going off it a bit. I'm going off it a bit. Yeah, I'm going more on to now. I have to watch this. My dad was a big whiskey drinker. He used to love oh, a glass. He used to sit there doing the old swirl. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love, the, I love the swirl. That's when you know you're an adult is when you swirl whiskey. Yeah, it's the, I, I, actually one thing I always used to remember about him, that, that sound of the swirling, but I've gotten kind of into spirits a little bit and I quite like it. It's quite a nice... Yeah, I you don't drink as much. No, you sip volume. it. And yeah. it's kind of, it's punchy. Cocktail's it kind quite of nice. burns and you get the warmth from it. I like that. I've definitely I like segued. I like a whiskey and I really enjoy a tequila as well. Those yeah. are kind of yeah. where I've been. I find the wine. I also find now when I drink wine, not only do I get heartburn, but I don't sleep as well. Like I right. go to bed and then at three in the morning, boom, I'm up. Ooh, like I there's something like about the, sh- the sugar. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it just kind of like wakes me and I don't, yeah. and then I can't function. Yeah, it's I don't like a bad night's sleep. Yeah, no. I'll do any. I'd rather do it. I'd do anything not to have a bad night's sleep. So, are you a good sleeper naturally, or very good sleeper? Oh, you're so lucky. Yeah, Rob I'm an early are, riser. Oh, you're like a perfect person, Gaz. <laughs> you really are. Like you are. You're like glass half full. You go to bed early. You rise early. You oh. get your done. You you look clean. You haven't gained. I weight. try and be positive, Ida. I, I find I find it even sometimes when I don't feel positive, I really push myself to be positive. Um, I just and do you like think to that's, feel. Do you think good. that's your mom? 
that's like made you able to like i think so i think so i think i think uh you know um yeah i think i think her the stoic side of her the survivor in her my dad was also never complained my dad wasn't a complainer um you know he he was not not outgoingly positive but he, he was never like you never like saw him depressed confidence. or yeah he he, he he never really said that much my dad but he, he was he was never ever down he was always had something to do he was always busy um so that's that's the sort of life i've built i'm busy i've got things to do i feel needed i feel like i achieve things every day um you know, I, I don't I don't want to sound smug as I'm saying this, but no, I think no, you've got to sometimes create positivity. You I can't totally just sit and wait for it to happen. Where's you positivity, you know? Good moments, waiting for the good moments to find you. Yeah. I think it's great because, you know, like I think mental health is definitely something that is a very important topic right now because there's so many people suffering with isolation and mental health issues and being cut off from any kind of support system. And I said, you know, Rob and I both kind of go in and out of mine's more anxiety than depression. I get anxious right. and Rob yeah. suffers with, you know, depression. And yeah. I, I said the same thing. I think the thing that's helped me the most in quarantine is just carving out a schedule. So I do, right. I feel, I feel needed. I feel accomplished, you know, and it can be something small, but, but, you know, but even me, I've, I've struggled to take charge of those moments constantly. And I can mm -hmm. easily fall into a, a two week dip where I feel unmotivated and I, I wait for the good feeling. And it's so mm -hmm. true. You, I think it's great. What you're saying is like, you know, is to be positive and to, you know, to take charge, to be, you know, to be proactive, proactive yes. in your joy. Because I think, I think the other thing is as well, not, not just living in a house, but for instance, I've been at the studio today. I've got, to people who work for me at the studio and my the, what however i arrive at the studio that detect it dictates the their day yeah of course because no, you're the boss and, and i want them to achieve and sometimes it takes someone else to go right everyone look at this let's get and off you go and all of a sudden they're achieving things and so and, and i think that that applies to the world you know you're in the queue for coffee it's if you're yeah, nice to be People are friendly you with you. Spread it around that, totally you know, that vibe. It's, it's only good. It's only I good. I totally agree. Do you think that in quarantine, because obviously you've continued to write music. I know for Rob, yeah. he went through a phase where he was kind of just drawing. He would do the kind of the crooner sessions like you were doing. You know, he was doing his Corona yeah. Oki and he yeah. was drawing a lot to kind of, you know, he was like, yeah. you know, he had the crayons out and he was, you know, doing his thing. And then at some yeah. point, there was a positive shift in him and he wanted to write music again, Yeah, you know, and he yeah. felt really positive. He was, you know, on a thing. How do you think, but you're, you've continued to write music. Have you noticed a shift in kind of your creative spirit on what you've kind of been making in this? Cause like, because it's been such a process for all of us, how has it kind of affected what you've been making in the studio? Like, have you noticed yourself gearing towards more upbeat pop songs because you want to feel good or like where, you know, like where, where is it taking you? Yeah. So I've been, I've had an idea a couple of years ago of a show I wanted to write. And when you go into writing shows, have you ever done any sort of stuff for stage? Yeah, I have. Not a lot, but I have done, like, I've done plays, but not any musicals or anything. Well, anyone who's had any experience knows that it's acres of 
hours, months, weeks, oh sometimes years. Yeah. And so I've been looking for a break in my schedule for a couple of years with an idea I had. So basically I've written this show. Oh, great. Period. So I've accessed a part of my brain that I haven't used in years. Um, and so I've suddenly carved That's out, awesome. I'd, I'd have two hours a day and I'd set, set my watch on it and I'd do two till four every day wow. and, I'd, and I'd just go back in and I'd start to sculpt the show. So really what, what I've done is it, it's given, it's opened the door for time to really be myself. That's amazing. You know, as, as quite often as writers, there's a schedule, right? I know the album's coming for Christmas. I've got to get on with exactly. this. Exactly. That's what Rob said. It's like, it's the pressure. It's the thing of, yeah. you, you've got to get this out. This is the deadline. Then you've got to promo. You, yeah. You've got this thing. And it can kind of suffocate the creativity yeah. a little bit. Yeah. As this has opened the door to just go, just calm. Just, just take it back a step. It's all right. Just, you wouldn't have had time to think like this two That's months ago. Great. Just slow it down. And it's been... It's been so valuable. It really has. I've, 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 I've entered parts of my brain I haven't been in for years. Uh, and, I, and I believe so, like, I've got, so, to find yourself. Well, I've got like, so many friends who are writers and, and it's not um, a surprise that everyone's saying the same things. They've, they've written their best stuff they've written in years. They feel like their personality through what they're writing and coming up with is clearer than it's ever been they've felt the freedom they've felt like there have been no goalposts they've had they've, they've really felt like they've had chance to, alive. to really blossom yeah i mean that's, that's kind of the nice like. thing is like there's been all the all the kind of exterior noise has kind of been grounded that's what it is that's what it is and it's you know like, what it's, it's a like noisy place meditation. the world it's a noisy the, the world's place. a noisy place with, with, with all this extra things we've got now with the phones and whatever, whatever, it's bloody noisy. And you, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that they're very addictive. Those things, they're very, they well, draw the you point. in. They'll draw, it's they like, draw it's like, you in you know, social media, you know, I crack yeah. and, and news and, and what's happening here and gossip and, you know, you've got the mirror and the sun and the Daily Mail and all those things. Yeah. You can read about someone else's life. And then you find yeah. yourself frittering all these hours away thinking about other people, dumb things, and you forget about yourself. You forget about yeah. your passion, your fire. Yeah. And, and it, also the, the problem is you feel like because the, all of those things that you just mentioned, you're, you're, you can't help but compare who you are to who you're reading or looking at and you feel like you're underachieving. Oh, you feel shit. You feel shit about yourself. Yeah. It's not, that's not true with that, that whatever you're seeing has been. Glamorized, in, filtered. Oh my God. That put in a framework. Of, I mean, even, even me, I'm guilty of like, you know, when you take a photo on Instagram and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm picking this moment because it's the most fabulous moment. But it's within a context of I might be in a in a beautiful setting taking a beautiful picture. But what happens five seconds later is my kids are screaming. You know, my my dress gets knocked on. Oh, you true. know, this one's mad at that. You know, it is. We yeah. do present, and I'm guilty of that myself of presenting our best moments. And then there's yeah. this feeling of complete disappointment in yourself when you look at yeah. this person having that or this person looks the way you want. And, you know, and it, it's that compare and despair. You know, feeling. And I think we're all we're all kind of you know, we're all fueling it for each other because we're all putting the best moments forward. So we all think everyone else has a way better life. And actually, it's so important to acknowledge, you know, that the, the reality of what that is and to kind of give it less yeah. power and to bring yeah. it back. 
Like I kind of think that quarantine has been kind of one big meditation process because it's forced us to get centered in a way that maybe we might resist because we have all these distractions to avoid these feelings, but yeah. now we can actually confront them. I just that's think it's it. so cool that you've found this place that's been locked up for so long and that you've, yeah. you've managed to liberate it. I mean, you, you just honestly, when you came on, as I said to you, you look so amazing. I don't think that's just like physically because you've got, you know, perfect blonde locks and perfect shrub face here. But I think it's because something from inside of you is so happy yeah. right now. There's something. Yeah, really no, I, blossoming I, definitely, in you. I feel it. I definitely feel like I've, 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 you know, I've got the best out of, what could have been a very yeah a, a worrying time you know because uh, everything's very uncertain like right now we don't we don't know like, what, what we, the next year is going to be we, do okay. we tell me what you think what are we what's going to happen to music like when are we going to have like music and concerts back like i'm I, i'm missing gigs i'm missing yeah. I'm missing live performances. Like, what are your thoughts? What What do we think? What's the crystal ball say? You know what? I, I say don't think about it too much. I, I just say, listen, everyone, it's coming back. We're all coming back. At some point, we're gonna we're gonna back. be living like we used to live. All right. Yeah. But in in this meantime, let's look forward to it. Let's remember the times where we've been lucky enough to see something we loved and yeah. be moved by something we loved and yeah. look forward to the next time we can do that. And it, and it might be in three months, it might be in a year, but, yeah. but it'll be worth waiting for because we'll get back there. We will get back there. And music will continue to grow and artists will continue to, to, to let us into their hearts and yeah. they'll do that. And they'll have done that even more in this period. So next year will be a bumper year for music and arts. I'm sure of it. By the way, that made me feel so safe. Like honestly, it, it it literally you're like a security blank. You're like like a like like you just made me because there are those moments. You know that's Trimble, where my right? head goes. It's true though. It's a hundred percent true. It, and it's and it's a good reminder because I will say that to myself. Listen, each day as it comes, blah blah blah. But then I will play the the, the tape forward and go. But when are we going to get to do uh, again? You know. Yeah. And it's true. It's like it will all be fine. It will all it be will. okay. It's just let's just settle in the no. Let's just just keep keep going forward and keep keep in the moment but it's so good guys it's so good you're like a professional can you be like you know what you know i love you yeah go on but liverpool are about to play man city oh i get by the way congratulations (laughs) you must be so happy that football's back by the way because i i i you you know know. what's scary is we we were at that game where liverpool played was it barcelona it's yeah. when just before lockdown. I remember yeah. us all saying, wow. "We can't believe we're here tonight watching this. How how are we not in lockdown? How how you're is so it?" And then, of course, and then it happened. We're so you got lucky we never got it. Time. We we're so lucky we never. I'm got so it. glad that Liverpool won though because they deserved it so much. And that was actually even though Rob supports Man U, um, I I remember feeling gutted for Liverpool because they'd earned it, and then I it was know. like the thought that it could be taken away because of COVID. Do you know what I, I mean? Was They've done great. They've done, done brilliant. so amazing. Now, well, when you talk of leaders, when you talk of the captain, yeah. Klopp is the ultimate Klopp captain. Klopp is amazing. You want Klopp him on your side, don't you? I do. I want Klopp. I want you oh. and I want Klopp on my side. <laughs> I'm going to create... Well, I, I'm on your side. I'll, I'll speak you, to him. I'm on your side. You know, you've always, for you're you. my favorite person. You're my favorite member of Take That. <laughs> I, I, I almost love you more than Rob. And um, I won't te- keep, keep you away working from- then. 
I won't, I won't keep you away from football because I understand how truly essential that is because I'm married to someone football mad, but I really, I literally can't thank you enough for doing this because I just have enjoyed this chat. I've enjoyed seeing your face. You've made me feel so happy. And, 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 and I'm just Next time you're in town, next time I'm in LA, which we're not going to probably get to this summer, but whenever we're in the same country, please, Can we go to please, a dinner with masks and gloves and let's hats? Let's do it. Let's do it. In full white suits. Yeah, we'll be in hazmat suits. I don't and care. We'll just, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just reach across the table and still be 10 feet apart, but we'll, we'll, we'll be together. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. Doesn't I'd matter. love that. Gary Barlow, GB, GB for president, GB for world leader. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to do this podcast with me. I have anytime. enjoyed every single quarantine minute of it. You are Either literally you, my hero. Anytime. Oh, I love anytime. you, GB. You're the best Aww. human. I love you so hey, much. listen, look after our Rob and look I after will. those beautiful kids and send Gwen a massive kiss from me. You too. Please give all your kitties and Don a big cuddle for me and, and especially Marge when you see her. I because will I love do. Marge. I Give will do. Okay, I, I will do. And, and, and you go, you know, support that Liverpool team. You, you'll I'm, never walk alone, Gaz, with me. You'll never it. walk alone. That's it. I that's know it. that. Oh, my God. I love talking to Gary B so much. I could chat to him for hours. I would also like to note that it was 1 p.m. in the afternoon and Mr. Robbie Williams was still in bed. So thank you, Gary Barlow. It was nice to have someone from Take That to talk to. Big thanks, Gary, for coming on. And we will catch you again with a new episode in two weeks. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please subscribe. I mean, it's actually begging. Rate us, review us, all the five stars, all the bells and whistles. Please, wherever you find your podcasts. Seriously, desperate, desperate for a good review. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Postcards from the Edge is a Blueprint Pods production. Executive producer Sophie Palak and producer Warren Borg. Postcards from the Edge. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.